What's going on and welcome to another episode of Chicken Scratch Gospel coming to you from the place where I go swimming sometimes. I'm your host, Matt. <laughs> With me is my co-host, Daniel. What's, What's up, brother? Oh man. Yeah, perfect time to be swimming right now. This heat is insane. It's hot in a mug. Oh. It's it hot. Is. Like, it's oven hot. Like, when you open the door, like, you get out of the shower, you're ready. Then you open the door and you decide whether or not mm. you really need to do yeah. what you had planned for the day hot. Yeah, yeah. Right? When you, oh. when you start second-guessing your life decisions, like, it's not, summer in Bakersfield. I'm not going anywhere today. <laughs> Hey, before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out. Go. I was, um, <clears throat> a couple of months ago, I was at my son's birthday party and uh, he turned 12 and he had a bunch of friends with him and we're walking at the park or walking home and one of his friends comes up to me. He's like, Hey, I listen to your podcast every day. It's so cool. And I look at him. I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah, man, you guys are doing a great job. <laughs> this little, little <laughs> 12, 12 year old. So it's actually, I want to give a shout out to uh, David david All right david no yeah man if you're listening david snow what's up my little guy see you david snow like, man. man say what's up to my man know. louis yeah 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 absolutely so they're listening man that's crazy <laughs> the young, man the young 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 generation the young yeah. young generation yeah my kids my kids listen and it's interesting because my son who is also uh he's he's 11 uh-huh. he's like hey dad how many subscribers do you guys have <laughs> and i was like i don't know son like like 80 like we need some help and he's like oh i go why he goes my youtube channel has four thousand. <laughs> and i said what are you what are doing we, we need to hire him <laughs> what, man. yeah what are you doing what kind of marketing do you have he's like, oh, it's, i don't know dad <laughs> that fool doesn't want to help all right that's I, cool i try to give him advice and he's just looking at me like don't give me advice 80 80 person subscriber <laughs> yeah i don't want to hear yeah, it he didn't want to hear it. it at all he was like whatever what do you what get do you on my say? level and then i'll yeah, listen that's to what you he was telling. <laughs> <laughs> man today we're going to be talking about um talking about a subject um that uh that i love i love the angle that we're taking on this is we it, we, we talk about god's love frequently i mean because you know i believe that our whole you know the the reason for our existence is is to experience god's love and then to share god's love and we get to experience that through through jesus and so that's an amazing thing for us but the different angles that you can take on this really really kind of hits different sometimes and so you know this i want to come at i want to come at it to you from this i remember this teen bible uh, that i was getting for like all of our students whenever we were uh, youth pastors yeah and it was called what is it? The, li- the, the, live, the Bible. live Bible. Yeah. yeah, the live Bible. And it had this poem in it from the 16-year-old girl named Lexi. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I'm going to read it real quick. And, and, and then we'll, we'll, we'll get into the scripture. But it, it, this is the poem. It says, God is passionate, not lukewarm, not so-so, not ho-hum, not tame or safe or containable. God's love for you is burning, unwavering, fervent, strong, eternal, intimate, close, and fierce. I love this idea of God's love is not safe. Yeah. You know, we, we, we do this song, uh, you know, in worship and in churches, you know, all around the world do that song, Reckless Love. And, and some people are upset with it because, oh, God's love isn't reckless and all this. I'm like, calm down. What, what, what the person, I think, who, who authored it, if I may speak for them without really knowing, for me, 
the angle that it's coming at is like to us, it's reckless, right? Like to, to me, if you would do me wrong, do this, 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 all this stuff to me, deny my existence, treat me poorly, treat my people poorly, whatever. Why would I, it would be hard for me to love you. To me, that would be reckless. It would be a waste of my love to God. He's going to continue. He's going to continue to look because it's who he is. It's not what he does. It's who he is. And the prophet Jeremiah said this in Jeremiah 31, three, he says, I, I have loved you, my people with an everlasting love, with an unfailing love. I have drawn you to myself. And so I put to you today, this point, God's love cannot be lost. Mm-hmm. It can't be lost. Mm-hmm. I think everything about the cross, man, everything about the love of Christ speaks when we see Jesus head up to that hill, yeah. to that cross. Um, even throughout scripture, we see how God dealt with people, his, his chosen people, and we see how reckless it is. It yeah. really is. And love, and I love that that we're talking about God's love not being safe because when you think about safety, you, you do think about peace and shelter and refuge, which he's all that. Absolutely. But hit the extent of his love, you know, for us uh, kind of uh, got out of what we know as safe. Yeah. Um, and he did some things that crossed the line just for us, you know. Yeah. Um, and so everything about the cross and everything about, you know, the love of Christ for us calls for it not being safe, you know? Yeah. I love that. You know, God's love goes beyond our caution. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Like it goes beyond our caution and, and we forget this. Mm -hmm. I think we forget this fact. We forget, we forget that first Corinthians 13, you know, love chapter that says things like love never gives up. Mm -hmm. Love never fails. Love covers, you know, like all of these things, man. And, and, uh, it stinks that we have, we can so easily forget these things when we're the ones who are supposed to be exemplifying yeah. these things. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that, uh, we, as we, as the, the church at large at times has often missed it when exemplifying the love of Jesus to the world, because we choose to love within our borders, right. but right. God's love is not safe like that. God's love goes beyond, it goes beyond the borders of what we put up. Yeah. I, th- I think of, um, you know, people, uh, being persecuted for, for their faith, yeah, you know, yeah. and that's not safe at all. You know, um, they love Jesus with such a passion and a devotion and commitment that they're willing to go out and have church underground and hide and right. all these things, man, they're being tortured and persecuted, um, for their faith, for their love yeah. and devotion to Christ. And when we think about they're like, yeah, that's not like when you love somebody that much, you know? In, in your, especially in your faith, it's not safe, man, because you're going to do all that you can, you know, yeah. to make him known. So I love that, man. And it brings up the proverb too. you know, Proverbs 10, 12 says hatred mm-hmm. stirs up conflict. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of conflict going on. You know, there's a lot of conflict around. It. There's a lot of conflict in the church, mm-hmm. you know, and, and if, if we're being honest about it, then according to this proverb, it's because somewhere along the line, there's some hatred somewhere whether it's disdain or it starts as a dissonance and then turns into disdain and then, and then starts to go to, you know, or, or starts at envy, you know, people want other people's giftings or whatever, but hatred stirs up conflict. And then, and then the proverb goes on to say, but love covers all wrongs. Mm -hmm. And you know, that is, why is it so hard for us to love beyond the wrong? 
-hmm. like you know if you're out there listening man or you're watching like why is it so hard for us to love beyond the wrong I mean, I'll be honest with you. It's not easy for me to do it. Like, I'm sure it's hard. I'm sure it's not easy for you to do it. Like there, I kind of have the, I kind of have seasons of that, you know, or there are waves that are like, it's funny, Amanda and I sometimes will have conversations and she's like, it's interesting to me that one side, like this one for this one thing that she may view as like, really, really, this person really, really wronged you but you have much more grace for them than you have for this person who like, I don't understand yeah. your, I don't understand your logic. You'll, you'll let this person up who really, it wasn't that or it was, it, you, that's crazy to me. That's way harsh. But this person who really, it wasn't that bad. You're upset with you're, you're still, and I'm like, you know, it doesn't make sense, but I don't think that any really human reasoning when put up against that kind of love that covers all wrongs is not gonna, it's not gonna make sense. Yeah. You know what, man? It's it's kind of I think of um, when we're talking about loving people um, with the same love that Christ has given to us. Yeah. You know, um, I think that begs the question too, man. Like, does do we have the love of Christ in us? Do we really love? Yeah. Jesus, because it's not until we can love Jesus and we know what that love is, and we believe that we can love other people, you know, and love them through their beyond their wrongs. Yeah. Um, and so the, the question that I pose is, do we, do we truly love him? You know, do we truly believe who he is, who he said he was, um, what he did on the cross for us? Do we truly believe that? And do we really, um, you know, cherish that and pursue him in that? Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing with Jesus? Yeah. You know, either, either it's true love or it's not because the, um, I, I kind of, I, I remember framing it like this, um, and, uh, totally understand my, my heart posture in this as you're out there listening, but, but, but hear me, I think a lot of times what we do is we say that we love God, but what we really do is we lust him, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? What we really do is we, we don't really love God or we don't really love Jesus. What we do is we lust yeah. him. We want the stuff that we want from him and that's it. Yeah, we don't want a we don't want a a two way relationship here. That is that is where I'm transforming. That he is trans he's within me and transforming me from the inside out. No 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 no. I want a nanny nine one one, and and that that situation that kind of relationship that is not love. That's lust. Mm-hmm. That's lust because all you're doing you're just talking about taking. Yeah, that's what you're doing. And so I I, I really think that that's I think we need to do it, that self assessment. And, and, and ask the question, do we, do, are we loving or are we lusting Yeah. in this moment? Do we, do we know, do we know him or do we know of him? I think right. that's, that's an important, uh, that's good right statement there. because Jesus says, um, that many of you come to you in my name and you're going to do all these great things. And, you know, he, he says, you're going to heal and you're going to, there's going to be miracles and, and you're going to do great things in my name, but then you're going to come to me and I'm saying, I never knew you, you know, I never knew you yes i think that's important because um you know to know him is is to love him when we when we know the more the more we know who christ is in our lives and what he did yeah we love him you know and i it's just like my marriage like i I can never love my wife if i don't know her you can't love somebody in a relationship if you never spend time right with them yeah um and so it's so important like when we talk about how deep is your love yeah you know um, how deep is that love? Is it on a, is it on a 
you know, hey, once once a day I talk to you basis. Right. Or, I mean, once a week or once a month I talk to you basis. Um, or is it a daily, you know, devotion? Yeah, in, in that that two that two letter word mm-hmm. that you that you reference right there matters so much. Do you do you know Jesus or do you know of right. that two letter word of is yeah. is the difference between praying for somebody in the name of Jesus and praying for somebody in the name of Jesus yeah. of whom Paul preaches about. Right. Cause that, and, and by the way, that's a, and we, we probably should do an, an episode on that, but I'll, but that's, that's the, one of the scariest parts of the whole Bible to me. Like, I don't know if y'all have ever read that. Like I'm looking to, to, to the people that are here with us, like our crew, but like there's this part in the Bible where like, there's this dude who's demon possessed and this, and this guy's going around and he, he decides he's going to try to, he's going to, he's going to cast this demon out of this dude. And he prays and he says, you know, in the name of Jesus, of whom Paul preaches, having no relationship with Jesus, having no relationship with Paul, what he's seen is he wanted what Paul was, what Paul had. He's seen Paul going around with this power, with this authority, but it was the Jesus in him. It was this love. It was this Holy Spirit that it empowered him. And he wanted that. And so he said, in the name of Jesus, of whom Paul preaches, you know, and and it's very specific. The Bible says that the, that the, the demon possessed man looks at him and says, I know Jesus and I know Paul, but who are you? Yeah. And that to me is like the scariest part of the whole, I'm like, oh my gosh, Lord, let, let me never, ever yeah. be caught slipping like that. Yeah. Like let, let my love never, ever be put in a place where it, where it appears as though I am preaching about the love that somebody else has for you, the power that somebody else has through you, but instead let me experience that for myself. Let me work through this. And that word, you know, mm-hmm. depart from me, I'll never knew, I never knew you. When Jesus is saying this, he's talking about like true intimacy. Yeah. That, that word yeah. know is the same word that, mm-hmm. that's in Genesis when it says Adam knew his wife. Mm-hmm. It's, it, there wasn't, there's an intimacy. You brought up Feli and how like, man, you love your wife and you have, we have conversations with our wives and we, and we spend time with them and we're intimate with them. We love them. And, and God's like, you need to spend that same time with Jesus. Right. Yeah. I love that. What you said, man. Like, um, I know Paul, I know, but who are you? So scary. That, that is, that is, <laughs> so scary. But that's crazy because like he knew who Paul was. He knew that Paul was a devoted, you know, downright, like just. He was, he was for Christ. Yeah. He was, he gave his life for him, everything. Um, he knew the commitment level, you know, he was known in the kingdom for being who, you know, who he was right. in, in the faith and for him to say, but who are you? Cause you don't do anything. Right. Like you're, you're not, you're just, you're trying to use his name, you know? Yeah. And that is very convicting, man. It's because crazy. We, we want to be giants in the kingdom. Right. But if we don't know and we're not intimate with with Christ and we don't really carry the mind of Christ and, and, you know, <clears throat> in our faith in it, then we don't. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah, man. And, and, and we know too, the word of God talks about, you know, don't rejoice because, you know, demons, you know, you're casting out demons or you're doing yeah. this, performing this miracle, that miracle. And so we're not trying to, we're not trying to boast or put that above and beyond anything else. But what it says is, you know, rejoice because your names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. But why is your name in that book? Mm. Your name is in that book. The kingdom knows you because you have a relationship with Jesus. You have an intimate relationship with this one who who loved beyond what we knew love to be, right? Mm. And maybe you're in a spot where, like, you feel like you just sin too much. Mm. You know, there can never be, 
There can be no forgiveness, right? I want to remind you, love never gives up. I was that one, like, I, I didn't believe God existed. And then I had a hard time. Like, once I received Jesus, I, was, I really felt kind of this burden lifted, and I felt so free. But then I, I, my mind started to play tricks on me, you know. But it started to play tricks on me. It really did. And I started to think about, like, man, but think about all the stuff that you've done. Think about all the people you've hurt. Yeah. And I, wanna, I went on, like, an apology tour. <laughs> when I, when I, first got, I was like, all right, let me make a list and I'm going to go on, a, on an apology world tour. And you know what? Some people were super cool and they were like, man, th- you didn't need to do that. Thank you so much. And some people were like, don't ever talk to me again. Don't, you know, lose my number uh, blocking me on social media. Like, don't reach out to me. Don't ask. And, and man, that, that messed with me because then I was like, man, maybe I just I sinned too much or I, I failed, you know, maybe you feel, maybe you love God, but you failed him. And, and, and I want to remind you, it does, it's not about whether or not we've failed him. We fail. Yeah. We're failures by nature, but his love never fails. You know, and we, sometimes we do that. Maybe, maybe everything's great. You love God, you know, God loves you, but you play, maybe you play some stuff ahead of him. Maybe you put some stuff on the same level, you know, mm-hmm. listen, God's love doesn't keep score. Neither should we, neither should we. Yeah. Yeah, no records of wrongs. No record of wrongs. It doesn't matter what you've done, man. I've, I've, in my earlier years when I was a, a Christian and I was so hard on myself, man. I beat myself up for stuff that I did in the past or even stuff that I was doing in the present. Yeah. And I would beat myself up, man, not realizing and understanding the, the depth of God's love for me, you know, that he loved me and he knew. Like nothing surprises God. It is just like, whoa, you, right. you did that again. Wow, I didn't know you're gonna do that. You know, we think that happens, right? Yeah. Like we do something, God's like, <gasps> God's like, why don't you know better? Right. Like I used to to think like that and live my life in that in that bondage, you know, yeah. of religion and um, condemnation. Yeah. And and God checked me and He said, no. He's like, um, your past doesn't define you, even your present. Like I understand your struggle. I understand um, you. I know you better than you know yourself. Yeah, you can come to me, you know, every time you can come to me. And it wasn't until then that my life changed, man. Yeah. And it's so cool to know that we I mean, we have a savior who's well acquainted with our with our sorrows, with our hurt, with our pain, with our with our misses and our miscues, you know, because we his love, true love, agape love, that full love, that real love doesn't keep a record of wrongs. Ours does, you know, this temporal our minds are the way that we naturally kind of lean to it does. And that's why I think we, we kind of put God on the same level with this. That's why we, that's why there's songs out there. Like I remember, um, you remember, um, years ago in the church where like they would have people do specials. Oh yeah. You remember that it's people listening right now that just rolled their eyes or laughed because they remember that, you know? And then, there, you know, that one lady that would get up and like bust out a crystal Lewis song, yeah. you know, <laughs> saying people get ready. Jesus is coming or whatever. Or the Jackie Velasquez song, or like, like I can name you every every person that they took a special for because it's, it was only it was certain artists that were just hot for the special song. Yeah. But there was this one song that somebody got up to sing one time, and I remember being I was super young in the faith, but I remember kind of having questions immediately mm-hmm. after hearing this song, and the song uh, i don't remember all of it but i remember there was like a um, i think it's the chorus of it it's it it said something along the lines of like does he still feel the nails every time i fail mm-hmm. and i was like no mm-hmm. like immediately my mind was like no why why does this song even exist 
Yeah. Like, is this because you, because it almost carried with it. It was, it wasn't the message of it wasn't even carrying like a freedom or a conviction. Mm-hmm. You know, when God, when you feel a conviction within you because of something that you've done wrong or whatever, it's because God loves you that he wants right. to kind of show you like, Hey man, I can forgive you of that. You should bring that to me. It's not so that you can ask questions like, does he still feel the nails every time I fail and feel this condemnation and this carry this weight of like, yeah. I messed up too bad yeah. where now I'm hurt. I'm hurting Jesus again. Like yeah, he's like, so he's crazy. in heaven going, ah, ah yeah. man, somebody messed up. Like, that's not how this works. I remember people, people tell our hearing that every time you sin, you put Jesus back on the cross. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm serious. What? Like, like I'm serious, man. I remember hearing that back in the day. And that's why like, <laughs> that's the same concept. Though. Right. We went, we've gone from theology to theory. <laughs> like that's what, that's what we're doing. We're just creating our own theories. Yeah. Okay. We're, this is not a guessing game. <laughs> the Bible is very clear. He, Jesus died once, once. for everybody. He yeah. rose from the grave once for everybody. He lives forevermore yeah. at the right hand of the father. It's it, And so these ideas, man, that, and that maybe that's part of what's really messed with our minds as it pertains to this love too. Mm-hmm. Right. Because man, I don't want to, I don't want him to feel the nails again. I don't want, I don't want to put him on the cross again. Yeah, yeah. I don't want the, and that's just not the, you know, the fact is God knows that we cannot love as perfectly as he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but the cool thing is, is that it is his great pleasure that we, we put forth an effort to try. Yeah. That we put forth an effort to try. When my kids started walking, I, I did not push them over and laugh at them whenever they would stumble. I was excited that they were learning. I was excited that they were developing. You know, now we're in a, pl- in a place where like they're developing in their objectivity and their ability to have critical thinking conversations. And I love that. It's amazing to see. Yeah. I'm not upset that they can't already do it, that they can't reason like a grown person. God's not upset that we can't love as he loves. It's who he is. Mm-hmm. He is perfect love in everything that he is. And the fact is, is he loves to see us yeah. through this relationship with Jesus. He loves to see us making an effort to love well. Yeah. You know, if you have teenagers, <clears throat> specifically boys, uh-huh. if you have a an 11 through, I guess, you know, 25-year-old, no, no, I'm kidding, 18, I guess. Boys 19. do stay boys longer. <laughs> they tend to stay boys longer but, before they grow up. But it's crazy, man, because my I have two teenage boys, and a lot of my, my and I, I actually of course can relate. Cause I know I was, I was a young teenage boy, but I find myself like looking at them like, why, why would you, why would you do that? <laughs> what are you, are you thinking? Is there some, what? Right. But, but I love them and yeah. I, and, I, and my job, my responsibility is to teach them yeah. is to teach them this life and what's appropriate, what's not, what's, you know, right, what's wrong, all that stuff and have yep. love and grace for them because I was there too. And I remember that, man, that's a hard, hard stage of life to go through. You're just figuring stuff out. You know, I think of us though, man, like the patience that God and the grace that God has for us, this, this great God who knows all things. And we're just these finite humans that don't, we don't know everything, you know, um, we're living day to day and we're, we're growing of course, in the image of Christ from glory to glory. And God's giving us revelation, but we still, we're still, you know, right. and he understands and he's, he's teaching us, you know, each day 
that we live and he has so much grace and patience for us and he loves us and he wants us just to come and learn and grow and and know him even more you know yeah and i think the question <laughs> the question has never been about nor will it ever be about how deep is god's love for us again that's that's making it yeah. that's making it about us that's you know you could say well that's making it about god's love god's love's perfect done like you know you don't need to ask that question anymore. I think the really the question it boils down to is how deep how deep is our love for him? Mm-hmm. You know, how deep how deep are you willing to go yeah. to love to love Jesus, to love like Jesus, to to love God, to 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 love like God. How how far are you willing to go and how many borders are you willing to cross how many walls are you willing to kind of go over and get through that that you yourself or other people have put up yeah and love the way that Jesus loves and love the way that that God loves that's the big question you know and it goes beyond the BGs beyond Drew Hill how yeah. how deep how deep is <laughs> is your love for for God yeah i love that man cuz i was writing some notes um for this the the end of this episode i think uh belief has so much to do man jesus says of course and we know this well-known scripture in john three sixteen. yeah you know, god so loved the world he gave his son that whoever would believe in him right you know will not perish and have everlasting life. i think of belief and do we believe you know do we believe that he said who he was do we believe that um he died for us that he loves us that much yeah um, because I think that's where it starts when we have faith and we believe that then we live forever and, and we want to, we like, man, if I really believe that God sent his son for me to have a relationship, yeah, then I should be pursuing him. You know, I should, I should so be good. chasing him down to, to know this God who loved me that much. Yeah. And I believe that's where our love for him begins to grow. And the, and the greater our understanding, the greater our devotion and love to him. Yes. You know? Yes. That's so good, man. I love that, man. This is this is a great topic, of course. These are these topics like God's love. You can go in so many, you know, you can go you can go on for so long yeah. and you can go in so many different directions and of course, I'm sure that there will be more episodes to come uh with regards to to God's love, but you know, mm-hmm. is he do you believe that he is who he said he is? Do you believe that he will do what he said he will do and are you willing to then if you do believe those things, are you willing then to live a life accordingly? Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's our great challenge and, and God's great, greatest invitation mm-hmm. to us. I mean, he, and think about that. He has invited us to share in his kingdom through the love of Jesus. And that's crazy. Yeah. That's so crazy. I was man. talking to the worship team the other day and I was telling them, um, I had written in my journal a while back and, I went, came across this quote that I wrote down from, I don't remember where, but he was talking about like your, your worship is determined upon your view of, of God and who God is in your life. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, when we get to a place where we understand and, and we know him more, yeah, our worship, our adoration for him is deeper. Yeah. It changes. You know? Yeah. And so, and that only happens through, through knowing Christ, through your devotion, through your prayer time to, to having that intimate relationship with him yeah things change man it gets it gets it gets real and i can i feel it man like when i'm when i'm not on my devotion when i'm not when i get too busy i i feel it man yeah when i don't talk to god for a day or two or three or whatever yeah i feel it man i feel myself weak i feel myself 
questioning things, doubting stuff. And I'm yeah. like, where's where this coming from? And like the Holy Spirit will check me and be like, this is well, why. what was your priority right now? You know? Yeah. And yeah. So. And, 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 you know, with regards to like your worship and in a lifestyle like that, man, you don't want to just be up there parroting Mm-mm. words. No. You know, any parrot can repeat a sentence, you know, um, if anybody's ever served on a worship team with me, they've heard, they've heard me say this, this one phrase to them more often mm-hmm. or more likely, I should say more than likely. And that is, I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. And it's because you could just be, you could be singing this words. Oh, if the stars were made to worship, so will I, <laughs> if the mountains bow in reverence. So when was the last time you bowed in reverence to God? Yeah. Don't just don't just sing the word. When was the last time that you when was the last time that you roared because of his greatness? Or are you too afraid? Are you too in your own head that you can't worship him the way that he deserves to be worshiped? And if you are, it's because you yeah. don't truly understand right. the depths of the love of God. Yeah. And we got to get beyond that, man, because you will worship different, you will live different, you will act different. You will be different. Different. Yeah. You will good stuff man that's that good if, good if these mics could drop but they can't we can't we would we please, please let's let <laughs> too much money <laughs> let us let us never drop these microphones yeah. <laughs> you know what it's time for man this is a great episode i'm looking forward to uh to continuing obviously on this topic as we move on i know that there's other things that uh, that we'll talk about but we'll obviously come back to the love of god and and now i kind of want to talk yeah. about some more worship stuff too but it's yeah. cool we're gonna have to work some more stuff up <laughs> But uh, it is time for our recommendations. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Recommendations. Recommendations. I'm going to go first because I see your recommendation. I'm a, I'm a little excited for yours. And as people, listen, <laughs> people out there, don't judge me. <laughs> don't the Bible says not to. <laughs> I like this book. I like this story. Listen, those that know me know that I grew up watching wrestling. I'm a wrestling fan. I still to this day will watch some of it. I don't watch a lot of it because I'm just honestly, some of it's just boring uh, compared to what I grew up, man. And it was macho man. And it was fools out there. That was, it was Andre the giant. And it was all, it was, it was crazy. It was amazing time to be alive. And now like, you know, they're, they're weird. I don't know. Stuff is weird with some, with some of it. Anyway. My book recommendation is is like a, an autobiography of Shawn Michaels called Wrestling for My Life. And his story, like legit, like his story is incredible. It's the, this story, you know, this dude who was caught up, not just in, in the, you know, he was hurting and so he would self-medicate and then he, you know, he gets addicted to drugs and alcohol and this crazy lifestyle. And then he finds God. And his life completely changes. And so it's a really, really cool story, man. Wrestling for My Life by HBK. That is so cool. The Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. You go, you should go read it. For real, it's good. <laughs> no, it's good. I'm, he found God. I didn't know that. Yeah, man, he found God. He, uh-huh. he goes to, uh, I think it's Cornerstone. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's wow. cool. That's cool. That's cool. Well, uh, mine's a little different, of course. Um, <laughs> a lot different. Yours is a lot different. <laughs> but you know what? Um in my early 20s, man, I, I, I wrestled a lot with my faith. Even though I grew up in, in the church, I um, still wrestled with my faith in my early 20s. Um, 
this book though changed, man, it changed my life. Um, yeah. And I think we're all searching <clears throat> for answers. Of course, I'm, I'm more of an analytical guy. So I, I want to see like just bullet points and steps and systems. And, mm-hmm. but this, this book, the case for Christ by Lee Strobel, if you, um, have not had a chance. He has other books out too. Man, case yeah. for faith. Great author. Um, was an atheist at one point as well. Um, but he says that if we can, if we can prove that Christ rose from the grave, then everything else falls into place. You know, if Jesus yeah. says true, truly, um, is who he says he is and he defeated death in the grave, you know, and came back to life. And the whole Bible is true. And yeah. everything he said was true. It doesn't matter. I mean, he came back from the dead. So anything he says is true. And so I love how he goes through and, and he talks about the eyewitnesses. He talks about different accounts. Um, really a great read. So yeah. Case Co- for Christ, Lee Strobel. Comes at it from like the lawyer perspective. Yeah, like he, he found God yeah. trying to disprove Right. In the court of law, right? Yeah. Like in, in his mind, the way right. that he kind of approached it. Yeah, and yeah. there's a movie too. I think he has a movie out so too. Good. Um, so yeah, if you've never heard of Lee Strobel, check him out. Make sure you go and pick up those recommendations if you're out there listening. Andy, we got anything? Do we miss anything? No. No. Sweet. In that case, make sure that you follow us on social media because that's all the time that we have for this week's episode. Go to YouTube. Subscribe, man. Stop making my son make fun of us because of our subscribers. <laughs> Subscribe. Hit the bell for notifications. Go love like Jesus. I think if we start playing Roblox on the podcast, <laughs> I think that would be number six.